0: The National Weather Service is revamping the way it issues severe weather warnings to provide exact warnings for specific communities. InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is back with the story. Roy?
1: Thanks, Chris. John Feree is the severe storm service leader for the National Weather Service, and he's based in Norman, Oklahoma. John, first, let's just explain this change in weather warnings.
2: Well, tornado warnings, severe thunderstorm warnings, flood warnings, and even special marine warnings have been issued for either counties, parishes, or zones in the past. And we are changing that as of October 1, where the official warning area will not be the entire county, but will be a portion of the county. In other words, we will draw an area where we think the threat is actually four. So in particular for large counties where you might live in the southern part of the county and a warning is issued for the northern part of the county, the entire county is not warned. We just warn portions of counties.
1: So just how far is it that you can zoom in these days as far as targeting a local community?
2: Our warnings are accurate down to probably in the order of about five miles, but the warnings that we're issuing are somewhere between 500 and 700 square miles or something like that. So when we're talking about an area that might cover three different counties, why warn for thousands of square miles when really the only people under threat are the people inside that warning area that we're talking about?
1: Now, I know that when, a, for example, a tornado watch is issued, that covers sometimes even a couple of states. Is this going to change at all how a watch is issued?
2: No, this doesn't change how the watch is issued, and we would still encourage folks to pay attention to the watch. The watch says the conditions are favorable for the development of a tornado, and the warning, of course, is the more imminent threat. We expect people to uh, take cover immediately when we issue a warning.
1: There are probably several benefits to these new warnings that the average layman wouldn't even think of, Right
2: sure. One of the benefits is that we put in a more modern format, a digital format, that can be accepted more easily by things like cell phones or PDAs or digital devices, the Internet, and even TV stations will be able to zoom in on the area that's under warning a little bit more finely. And we hope that over time, by covering less area with our warnings, that people will get fewer warnings for their particular area and therefore they'll have more confidence that the warning is indeed something they need to pay attention to and should take cover
1: immediately. I'm assuming that this change to storm based warnings is based on improvements in some kind of technology, maybe a lot of types. Maybe you can explain the background of that a little bit.
2: Well sure there are a lot of things that have gone into that. One of them is a big improvement that we had through the mid nineties Doppler radar that you see on most TV screens now where we now have the ability not only to see where the rain is falling but also also to see the velocity of the winds within that storm. And that technology improvement that occurred in the mid-90s has allowed us to do a much better job with isolating areas that are under threat for a tornado and potential tornado. We actually issue warnings sometimes when there hasn't been a tornado spotted, but we have indications on our Doppler radars that there are indeed strong possibilities that a tornado will form. That's one of the things that have allowed us to do this. The other part of that is we have much better geographic information than we used to Geographic Information Systems is the name of that, and a lot of the data that is available to us in that format has to do with populations and census data and all types of information. So we have better mapping, we know where the neighborhoods are, and we can do a better job with describing that area.
1: John, what about the weather alert radios that some people have? Many of them can set off a warning tone only when, you know, when a warning goes off for your specific county. Is that technology in these radios going to change somehow to reflect these improvements?
2: Well, it's going to, but not initially. We expect that the weather radios that you currently own will alert for the entire county. So if we have a county under warning, the entire county gets that alert, and that will not change initially. Even several years from now, our warnings will be compatible with those older radios that will go off when the entire county is warned for. We do expect some improvements down the line, and we are partnering with the private sector that builds those radios, and we hope that over time it will be able to do a better job. For instance, they could put a GPS chip into one of those radios and know the exact location, and if the warning was for that exact location, only go off when you're inside that warning polygon. But that, again, is down the line a few more years.
1: John Faree from the National Weather Service, thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack.
2: Well, thanks, and I appreciate being on the air. For
0: InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That'll do it for
2: this edition
0: of InfoTrack. Thanks to our InfoTrack reporters, Roy Mackey and Taryn McCall. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer. Our announcer is Charlie Van Dyke. And I'm Chris Whitter. Internet services by Pair.com. We're heard on over 450 stations across America and online at TalkZone.com. InfoTrack is produced by Syndication Networks of Chicago. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for another InfoTrack.